it is the morning of the 16th of august 2019 good morning and welcome to pbe daily the early mornings and late night podcast my name is point blank i'd like to thank you very very much for actually helping me be a part of your morning today or even allowing me to be a part of your morning today this is the 51st morning of podcasting that i've ever had in my entire existence and i for one am elated that i actually get to do this more and yesterday was an interesting day i left the house feeling like a king in fact there's this one piece of jewelry i own which i never really wear unless i'm about to go rock a stage or rock a party or go to a party where it's supposed to be themed and something like that but i chose to wear it yesterday it's this ring i wear on my ring finger on the on the right which is a ring with the image of pharaoh Granted, it's probably a replica of the image of Tutankhamen, but he wouldn't be my first go-to pharaoh. But seeing as he's the one who has his material was easily found and the gold wasn't as worn as you'd expect it to be, he's the one who's mostly represented. But I wear it in representation of a wholly different pharaoh in the first place. Since it has the double cobra head, I wear it because of Tahaka. And hopefully a time will come, I'll probably sit down with a, a person who works in, in in molding or works in clay or maybe i'll just pick up sculpture sculpting because i've wanted to sculpt for a very long time and explain that the image of tahaka and how i'd like tahaka to be emulated on a, on a pharaoh ring uh, tahaka was one of the pharaohs of egypt with nubian descent that's the time that that's the two cobra heads and i've always liked that whole idea of a nubian king who saw egypt as not being run properly and decided to go take it over and he was the third generation of leadership but that's not the topic i wanted to touch on today uh before i even dive into that of course let's recap on what's been happening i finished two pieces of corrections yesterday in the morning before i left the house to make my way to work and both corrections were approved by the the client and i'm happy about that i like smooth transitions and i think the baptism of fire I experienced earlier in the last in the second second quarter of the year uh it it worked to my advantage to actually make this thing come to life and i for one i'm a happy guy whenever i can do something and when it comes back with positive results or negative results if it gets results at all it truly counts for something and i take that success with me anywhere any place and every place i go now another thing i was actually thinking about very aggressively as if uh, for those of you who've been paying attention to the podcast that have happened since the last i think three episodes if not from the very beginning of this week i've had a curiosity about the romanticism and the romantic period as far as the 17 late 1700s to the to the 1800s all the way up to the present and there's a a thing i find very hard to watch and one of those things is clips created by uh individuals who uh, when you look at the material they're making is they know it would be to a great extent subversive but because of the angle of subversion that comes with them they intend to uh, antagonize the people they speak to some people really i know drama attracts attention I, it gives clicks and it gives uh, the greatest extent of um, gratification in watching another person go through something i mean there's certain you in instagram accounts i find hard to look at or follow because i look at the clip that they're sharing and it's either gut-wrenching or it's just you want to turn away from it and because of that it's shared and many people will react to it and to a certain extent i, I think maybe that's why my my responses online as far as trying to get people to re- respond to my material is 
more long term than anything else and it's because of the angle taken by most people in making online material come to life is to instantaneously get the gratification they want from the audience they send the material to in that you want to have 100 plus likes and you want it to have you want to have it now and the people who who look at what you create they want that kick and that instant instant fulfillment in the in the less than 20 plus seconds that you put up online i mean we've reached a point where right now you can go up to a minute with the material you put online in the short term into having a whole broadcasting network on your instagram accounts and because of this i've been thinking i've really been thinking lately of uh, what could be the visual material i put online as a person who works in illustration and animation it would be alive for me to say i would have the same effect i have right now with the podcast where i can make a podcast every day of the week in animation because it takes me a maximum of one and a half to two hours to make a podcast every day in that i mean this i make the recording for a a total of 20 minutes it's one take no edits are done except the adding of the bed outside of that i then sit down and because prior to making the recording i've thought about what would be the visual to represent the topic at hand and as a result of that i am able to just now sit up and make for the the remaining hour or so one hour 30 minutes and i'm hoping to turn that time into an even lower speed time I make the visual before posting it now past that the whole time it takes for me to actually put the material online for you to be able to consume it is totally different and yesterday evening when i got home after i remember we're still on the regiment of not working more than 12 hours a day when i got home in the evening my curiosity was how do i up my instagram numbers how do i up my listens on anchor how do i up my listens on every other platform that this podcast is available and there my problem became how do i seduce people to want to look at the content that i create and it made me start thinking about seduction and how quickly the the person who conducts seduction and the seduced walk away from each other and it made me look at some of the video clips online that speak on seduction and of course for a person of my generation the first character i think of when it comes to seduction is giacomo casanova and i think it's because there was a film where the late great heath ledger played the character casanova and when you look at historical facts and historical stated facts and of course they say history is granted the man who writes it so the perspective could be taken differently but i like the fact that when i was watching a ted talk before making this podcast they talked about this individual who it was being spoken on by a psychologist and the psychologist was speaking on it um in the perspective of how people have a misunderstood view of the character casanova he was considered the greatest seducer of all time prior to the present i'm sure i'm sure there's a person who surpassed his numbers but that's different because the mistake that has been made about the seduction is this and it actually i felt super fulfilled about it so much so this podcast is about that and the idea of seduction is where people go wrong what people have been using as the definition of giacomo casanova has been the number of women he he lay with or the number of women who found him attractive and responded and and for submissive to him that was the mistake because when you start using the numbers of 
the people you've actually been intimate with or the people you've actually been able to execute business with after seducing them into what is to do business with you you forget that the actual seduction wasn't that end result to talk about the fact that they actually a went out with you or b lay with you or a got into picking up your business card or be doing business with you you forget that the period between your meeting them and you actually making the conscious decision to be around them or not that was the seduction i'll say it again the period between you meeting them and the end result of you either interacting doing business or being intimate with them that was the seduction and in that i started realizing that we have a twisted understanding of it because after that seduction we forget that that period is what encompasses what that was before the result happened we forgot about the experience leading up to and as a result we're unable to replicate or continue the facade thereafter does it not explain why certain extents of relationship don't last as far as business and even as far as uh, relationships as far as the love side of things are concerned and i think i looked at that and it actually made me rethink everything and i'm i too am willing to accept that i have a twisted understanding of what romance is and seduction is the maintenance of that which is the fascination or excitement or love of the person that is what is supposed to keep going the seduction is simply but an informative period where you get to learn the person that's the workshop and upon you complete the workshop you then continue with the journey thereafter and that's where things go awry the reason why i am not sad when i have a specific number of likes i would love to app them and take them higher but i'm not saddened by the fact that they're low cluster or they're very few by that i mean this in the period when i took a pause between june and july of the podcast in that period more lessons were gained and it's simply because it's allowed to draw people to it the art i create online and everything i mean no i don't post as much of my visual material as i should and i and i grant it's one of my failings as far as trying to adapt to the internet and using the internet to my advantage i totally accept that that i have always fallen short in that regard however i do like the idea of at an eventual point in the future you will naturally seek something to consume and i will be in your peripheral corner I touched on peripheral vision yesterday as far as being in proximity to great things that we wish to happen. And if not yesterday, I think I touched on it on a previous podcast. And feel free to actually go into the other episodes to actually check this out. And the interesting thing about uh, this podcast is it's it's not in, in, in a sequence of events as far as like a TV show is concerned. It's not pr- 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 plugged into seasons and all that. It's literally a journey from phase one to phase two on a daily basis or on a weekly basis if you will when you take the time to create something and you really enjoy doing that one thing that you've created it's very important for you to be able to see how you could sustain it for the longest time possible it took me a year to make a podcast and now the new thing i'm curious about and i think i've mentioned it once or twice before and if i have not let me mention it now i'm hoping to use visuals in a different creation because i'm 
for one thing when i was walking to work yesterday i was thinking about the broadcast part the instagram tv part of the app and i'm curious to see if i can put something on there that is it, it could be linked towards the podcast or not it could be something completely different altogether i'm looking to have since there's also the youtube account that i have had from the moment i've had an email email account i've never put anything on youtube as well i've started asking questions about how how easy or hard it is to edit material that has visual and audible content how do i make those two things come to life and i've always been curious about storytelling and narrative and how those two would go hand in hand because one of the things i really enjoyed consuming online during the euphoria of game of thrones were the backstories like prologues that actually explained or prefaces that actually explained each individual house and not to make you sad or make you excited or make you worried of all the houses in the in the in the game of thrones uh series my favorite house was house bolton you may react a different way but i have reasons for that of which if you feel the need do ask me when you meet me in person or <laughs> hit me up on the on the in the comment section or feel free to reach out to me so i can actually explain where i come from in that particular regard but away from that the seduction created to actually have material come to life and to actually have interactions and, and relationships come to life require a great degree of give and take because the mistake we make is we put out content and demand it to be loved immediately and because we demand that we keep on second guessing or for lack of a better phrase half-assing that which we're putting out and as a result everything goes in the wrong direction everything goes afoot and as a person who's trying to avoid making such mistakes become part of everyday tradition in entertainment and in what my entertainment integrity is i will occasionally disappear seeing as i'm not looking to be immediately accepted by the market i am willing to play the long-term results of seeing what purpose i will serve in the future by building myself up in preparation of that certain things don't happen in certain careers or certain lifestyles instantaneously because you are not in the mental or physical place to actually do them uh granted like you could have a great degree of conviction and you have the perfect circle of people around you who will help you fulfill that and i say that to mean a person like alexander the great or alexander the, the barbarian depending on where you're coming from if it wasn't for him having that many generals in his 20s and having that much guttural disrespect and dislike for his father, he wouldn't have pushed himself as aggressively as he did. The follow-through was the problem because he was a wartime general and king and when he reached the level where he actually had fulfilled a lot of what he wanted to achieve, the problem became he never put in mind of the people he was working with as far as his soldiers were concerned. He didn't put in mind to them what would happen thereafter everybody wants to follow you to the top of the mountain but the problem is they are not prepared to deal with what will come thereafter it's the crazy thing about most movies and and even most pieces of entertainment that we receive as far as the bad guys angle towards the world is concerned because it's i'll bring it close to to home as far as my comic book uh, peers and my comic book nerds and my fellow film watchers out there the character thanos in both Endgame and in Infinity War, the character, spoilers ahead, wanted to have this problem which was population across the galaxy reduced. 
when asked thereafter what would happen, it kind of echoed towards, it'll figure itself out. First, get rid of that which was the problem, in my view. And then after that, you guys will sort yourself out. It's the same problem where you have, um, or why you have certain leadership positions always having two heads of state. In the initial stages of Rome, Rome had a king. But then a king, because it was just one man, would dictate too much and the people would suffer as a result of it. So they got rid of their kings. That being said, it turned into, okay, we'll have two people in leadership. That way it is not a a singular man's decision. It's a dual person decision. And no one man can make a a decree and it automatically goes forward. That's the kind of thinking that actually makes me always debate how far I want to take something before I start making it happen. Consider the end results, weigh the pros and cons of those particular end results, and as you get to that level, make adequate preparations as an individual to make sure that they actually are fulfilled properly, or if they're going to fall short, how will you fix the problem when they fall short? That degree of thinking is what helps make things become even easier as far as execution of things that you are seduced by or things you seduce people to be a part of. It's not just about getting people to love what you do and like what you do. It's about after you've proven to them why they like what you give in return for their adoration of the work you create. How do you maintain making sure their eyes have that glow in every step of what you create? Most people love certain things created by passionate artists or passionate creators because their passions will continue forward because their convictions are true and they reign true. And when convictions reign true to that extent, any and everything will be done to make sure that thing does not change or is not tainted in any way, shape or form. And that continues to be why we push ourselves as aggressively as we push ourselves every day. Granted, the lives we live and lead are always deadline-based and um, obstacle course crossing and we do not get enough time to actually sit back and reflect or sit back and debate and sit back and rethink that which will happen next so as a result my hope is to in the euphoria created in the things that people love about my work i intend to make sure that i treat that work with the integrity it deserves it's why i'm never really weighed down when i want to create something and it's not ready for it to be put out yet people are angry because you haven't put it out yet if that didn't make sense let me try rephrase it in a different way you can have passions towards certain things but you have to make sure the follow-through you have is executed perfectly an artist's biggest problem is he can't work in this industrial age because he really wants to have the integrity of the work stay true the problem with wanting the integrity of the work to stay true is it takes time and because it takes time it would be as sequenced and as early received as you'd hope it to be I hope that part does make any sense or has a degree of sense to it (laughs) with that being said I'm very grateful that I actually got to make this episode yet another Friday and this Friday I'm happy again because last week was a big success as far as finally getting to cross the hurdle which was I'm able to sleep and create 
granted we haven't gotten to the eight hours part it was five hours last night but it's five hours nonetheless i was out cold and even when i woke up i was ready to actually do what needed to be done and the fulfillments that i would like to have with my work are making themselves true say it with me be caesar or be nothing at all if you're going to be in nairobi today or if you are in nairobi today come through to the alchemist bar i'm hosting the gig called boombox i have jokey seller dj slick dj lisbon and dj cash boombox is an event where i get to hype and enjoy myself with an audience so if you are in nairobi please come through come have fun with your boy we're going all the way to 4 a.m have fun dance and of course in the words of my homie in the word of my homie odero uno <laughs>